Welcome to the Side by Side podcast, where we connect busy female leaders in ministry to the practical resources they need today. We are your co-hosts, and I'm Annie Purdue Olson. And I'm Heidi Swart. And this week, I talked to Mary Steva Reinhout, who is the founder of Threshold, which is a professional coaching and consulting agency in the Twin Cities. And she focuses on equipping and empowering clients to be confident, capable, and courageous. And I think, Annie, that we all could use a little dose of that, (laughs) (laughs) especially when it comes to these conversations that matter. And I'm wondering, Annie, if you've ever had a crucial conversation with a manager, have you ever had to have that conversation? (laughs) Probably more than once. You know, it's usually (laughs) around those things that like I notice that I need that Mm. I need to ask for. And I get scared, shaking in my boots, thinking that my manager is going to totally not be happy with whatever it is I'm asking for, not give me what I want. And then when I go in there and I have the conversation, I realize that I've blown it way out of proportion Mm. and it was just a simple conversation conversation. Yes. Yeah. You know, we, we do build it up in our mind and it can feel so hard and so scary and yet it really doesn't have to be right. But this topic I love because you and I talked about this when we started talking about season two and these conversations that matter, this was one of the first ones that came to mind because we both know how hard it can be. And somehow we get stuck in this, what feels like a power imbalance or some sort of hierarchy that makes us feel insignificant or lesser than sometimes. And we can get kind of shy about being bold and asking for that, uh, initiating the conversation that we know has to happen. You know, things like asking for a raise or um, maybe a promotion, uh, especially as hard as some of us have worked during COVID. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. You know, if things don't go great in that conversation, you know, there'll always be another chance. I think that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned is, is that if it's necessary, we can always ask for a Mm do-over. I think we don't think that there's grace in our relationships to have these conversations. And there totally is. And when we experiment or try something new, um, we learn Mm -hmm. uh, how to have these conversations. And so I think requesting a do-over is great. I once told a client that this thing called leadership is Mm -hmm. one grand experiment. (laughs) And she laughed at me because she knows it's true. Like we're always testing the water. We're always trying new things. And in that, we learn and we grow. But we have to have failed experiments too. Otherwise, we don't know what works or what doesn't work in mm-hmm. our conversations. And so I think I really appreciated Mary's conversation because she talks about how sometimes it needs to be a series of conversations. And the goal of the conversation is this one, and mm-hmm. then the next one, and then the next one. Essentially, we become a facilitator of conversations versus dumping what we need, ask, or want onto our manager. And so I love what Mary said when she said, bring to the table what you want and resist the temptation to frame it as I deserve this. Mm. Yes. And I also love that she talks about how important it is to know your leader's style. Mm -hmm. When you can lean into what you know about them, their strengths or their preferences, like, do they need time to think and prepare? Uh, That would be me as a manager. (laughs) (laughs) Or are they better at winging it? All of these things, all of this knowledge really lays the groundwork for a really productive and influential and persuasive conversation. Oh, so good. You guys are going to love this. Listen in to Mary Stieber Reinhardt as she shares her wisdom on initiating and navigating the important but sometimes intimidating conversations with your manager. Mary, thank you so much for joining us today. And it's absolute pleasure to have you on the show. It's great to be here. I'm thrilled. Thanks, Heidi. Yeah, you know, we just recently reconnected after having met 
oh man, over 25 years ago. And we both were working at Bethel and I was the coordinator in the psychology and counseling department. You were in career services and our work overlapped so much because I was administering a lot of the assessments that then you took and did the, the counseling for those students to help them kind of guide their some of their next steps. And I just loved those times that we got to collaborate together and it was so fun to, to reconnect. Thank you. Yeah, I have very fond memories of that time. It's a really um, formative chapter in both of yeah. our lives, I think. Mm -hmm. Very, very true. And now you are the founder of Threshold and you are doing um, some coaching for professionals and organizations. And so today I'm going to really guide our conversation around this idea of how to influence up and to effectively persuade mm -hmm. those who lead, who lead us in an organization. And I think it's going to be a really good conversation because those are conversations we have to have. But mm -hmm. before we dive into that, I would love to tell mm -hmm. uh, you to tell us more about what you do at Threshold. Mm -hmm. Well, I tell you, um, I started Threshold about a year ago after mm -hmm. experiencing a job layoff. And um, I'm excited to say that uh, I am now about the business of <laughs> integrating some aspects of my, my previous lives and careers. Um, but bottom line is that I coach individual clients to navigate life's crossroads mm. or thresholds that yeah. they find themselves standing on and wanting to cross over, um, but essentially such that my clients gain greater confidence and some new skills mm -hmm. and feel that much more uh, courageous as they chart a path forward to achieve their life goals. Mm -hmm. I love that. Do you find that you're working with people in ministry as well, or are you doing more in the professional world? How do those two things play together? Yeah, that's a great question. Interestingly, I spent an hour on the phone today with mm. um, a female pastor new to her role mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and, and discussing with her the challenges mm -hmm. of onboarding um, to a new church and congregation mm -hmm. and, and what that has meant for her over the course of a very long pandemic. Yeah. I love what you're, uh, that you were able to do that for this particular woman. You know, we, we talk about vocational ministry, but we also so strongly believed that, believe that wherever you are, you are, you are in ministry, whether it's in an organization, mm. whether it's in a church, mm. um, it doesn't matter. So I love that you're, you're incorporating both into your work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I really like the diversity of clients that mm -hmm. I have in my portfolio right now. Mm -hmm. um, and I am all about the integration of career and calling. Yes. Yeah. That's mm. so, that's so important. And we've done uh, podcast episodes on both of those separately, but I love the fact that you're talking about putting those two things together. And we've been in this season now, season two, called Conversations That Matter. And mm -hmm. when Annie and I were talking about this series, actually one of the first topics that came up is what we're going to talk about today, which is how to have those conversations with somebody who's leading you when you have to mm -hmm. initiate a conversation. So how do you initiate a conversation with your manager? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we, we all know that there are some mechanics around that, um, uh, 
related to the the how tos. Um, but I must applaud um, the couple of episodes that I listened to related to before you say a word mm. <laughs> um, that that you and Annie did. I thought that was um, a very insightfully done mm. and and helpful as a backdrop to um, to this podcast today. Um, so I hail back to some of the principles, frankly, that you shared um, earlier on in your series um, in terms of um, before uh, approaching, initiating mm -hmm. um, a conversation with your manager that you know is difficult, but yet it feels really crucial, mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's, it's got to happen. Um, but to take enough time to evaluate what's happening in your own heart mm -hmm. and mind and soul and body, mm -hmm. um, what internally is going on in terms of the chatter that's mm -hmm. there, um, as Annie would say, you know, where's the fire, <laughs> where, you know, right? Where's, yeah. where, where, where do you feel the burn? Um, where, do, where is the heat turned up pretty yeah. high? Right. Mm -hmm. So that um, even in the initiating a conversation, uh, you can turn the dial down a little bit, perhaps. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the first step in initiating and, and frankly, preparing for that conversation is to grab a notepad or open up a blank document in, in Microsoft Word and mm -hmm. dump, mm -hmm. just dump, you know, what, what's going on in head, heart, spirit um, and body. If, yeah. if need be, um, because this is not an easy kind of power differential mm. to, um, to close the gap on. Mm -hmm. and, and, and until you get yourself kind of settled into a, a place of feeling grounded or anchored, mm -hmm. um, it can be that much more difficult to initiate. But in terms of initiating a significant conversation with a manager, um, it also requires some sensitivity to things mm. like what's your goal mm. and get brutally clear, laser focused mm -hmm. on, on what that is. Um, and, and there may be some secondary goals, but if you've only got a half hour mm. and let's for, for the sake of argument, say that's what you got, mm -hmm. you got a half hour. Um, one goal is, is probably the most manageable to, uh, to focus on achieving. Why is it important to you? Mm. Dump that, you know, um, there may be an opportunity to reflect on that with your manager, but be clear, at least for yourself. Yeah. Um, what's the bigger deal going on here for you? Mm. What's, what's your overarching interest or your need for achieving this goal? Mm -hmm. um, what are your intentions as they relate to the agenda as mm -hmm. you are creating the agenda for yeah. this for this meeting um and what's below the surface for you as mm -hmm. you're thinking thinking about this um and clearly you know when i say mechanics heidi i mean i'm referring to um how does your manager prefer to receive an invitation mm. to a conversation like this is it is it a drop by is it an email mm -hmm. is it a text is it um you know, a, a message um, through some internal uh, channel of, mm -hmm. of a nudge, um, probably not a tweet, um, <laughs> but, you know, but, but honor their preferences around that. Yeah. Um, 
And I think in, in terms of the meeting request, um, be brief and to the point mm. with few surprises. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know, if, if the situation is, I've been working really hard the last nine, 12 months through COVID, um, no discussion about a promotion mm-hmm. or um, any recognition or, or substantial recognition or, or, or rewards for yeah. those efforts. Gosh, job performance and career discussion. Mm-hmm. That could just as well be the subject line, right? Yeah. To just say, I want to talk about my job performance and I have a career discussion. And then maybe in two sentences say, it's time. Yeah. I'd like to take a deep breath and, and grab, you know, maybe coffee mm-hmm. or at least a virtual coffee in 30 minutes and just talk about the last nine months or so. Yeah. Um, you know, I hear you as you're talking, I'm, I'm hearing a couple of different things. I'm hearing about how important it is to set a plan, right? And, and when I say that plan, it's really preparation. So it's kind of the preparation first, your heart, body, mind, and soul, uh, writing your thoughts out, maybe writing your questions out. Um, mm-hmm. And then I like, I really like the idea of being precise um, with mm-hmm. um, when you ask and being very short mm-hmm. and direct. And I'm reminded of why it's so important to know people's strengths, um, why mm. assessments can come in handy, because you're talking yes. about things like, how does your boss prefer mm. to be invited? And some of that is mm. going to come down to strengths. For example, as a, as a former manager, I would prefer with my deliberative strength to have time to prepare for that meeting, mm-hmm. whereas other people might be uh, more, maybe they have mm-hmm. the strength of adaptability and they're able to roll you know, rather quickly. Um, and then likewise for the manager, they also benefit from knowing their, uh, employees strengths as well. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I'm reminded of why some of those assessments can be so, uh, important and why it can enhance the conversation so well. Yes, you're, you're right. Um, yeah. And to think about things like the timing and even the length of, of, of a meeting, right. um, mm-hmm. if, if you report to somebody who, um, who, it is very extroverted mm-hmm. um, and perhaps prone to go off on tangents um, <laughs> or easily distracted. You yeah. Know. Um, this, you, you think in terms of that mm-hmm. as you set up the length of yes. the meeting. Yeah. Um, That's a great and- reminder because Annie did talked about that when we did her episode, when I got to put her on the hot seat talking about Myers-Briggs uh-huh. because um, she talked about people's different um, communication styles and how mm-hmm. consensus is reached and the length and how often and how long you talk. And so that's another assessment that could come in handy um, in terms of the actual structure of that meeting. So this, yes. you find that true? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that is true. Yeah. Um, and folks who are more concrete sequential, yeah. As as they listen and process and then move towards resolutions, right. whether it's you know a conclusion or a decision yeah. or an action plan. Yeah. Versus those, you know, who, who are more circular <laughs> and um, yeah. you know, and, and could ideate and, and consider a range yeah. of possibilities and spend this meeting yes. with the topic like this. Yes. Ideating. Yeah. And considering the possibilities such that as the person who wants to or is scheduling this conversation mm-hmm. might need to see it as a 
series of conversations, yeah. even if it's just two, right? <laughs> or, or just two become four, right? Um, but it's still essential to be clear mm-hmm. uh, in each of those meetings, should there be a series. Yeah. But what's, what's the goal this time? A great, great um, reminder because I know I can be one of those people who circles <laughs> because I'm an out loud processor. I am too. Mm-hmm. So I, I even just being reminded of that agenda, even during the, the meeting itself um, can be helpful. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about, so they, somebody's taken that bold step. Somebody has, has mm-hmm. done what you suggested. Now they're sitting in the meeting. So once they're in that place and they've had that opportunity to sit down, what are some best practices to be persuasive in that conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I think what's um, what's important is to maintain some mindfulness about um, the backdrop mm. that um, don't lose touch or sight mm-hmm. of um, your manager's preferred ways mm. of of communicating, um, of processing. Uh, what motivates your manager? What are they bringing to the meeting that may be unwritten, mm-hmm. um, but it is very present in the room mm-hmm. as part of their agenda because they are coming as well with a set of priorities. Um, if you pitch this fairly early on um, as an opportunity to talk about things like increasing um, my compensation, mm. uh, asking, uh, proposing a, a new job title, mm. um, maybe moving a level up without compensation, <laughs> taking on some growth, you know, laterally, um, professional development, mm-hmm. uh, activities, um, responsibilities that will more quickly move you to a mm. place of promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, putting those things out there relatively quickly, but anticipating mm. where there may be points of resistance, um, challenge, desire to take a deeper dive. Um, so always anticipating what you're, um, what you're going to hear mm-hmm. from, from your manager, if it's someone you know pretty well. Mm-hmm. And in that sense, they they are a bit predictable, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you have enough uh, trust and, and engagement with them. So, so just being mindful of that. Mm-hmm. I think it's essential to um, have done your homework mm-hmm. in the um, bring it on as far as um, examples. And, and it's not that you deluge, mm-hmm. but that you come up with a couple of um, persuasive examples mm-hmm. um, that build your case. If it's salary uh, that you're asking for um, or increased salary, uh, do your research on that. So you have a sense of, of, of what it is internal research Uh as well as, as well as external. Um, And I think for women, um, we uh, can be tempted many times to, um, to bring to the table what it is that we, um, we, we want without framing it as I deserve this. Mm. It's been this sort of year for me and, mm-hmm. and here it is laid out in the particulars. Yeah. So let me 
you know, help you kind of connect the dots here. And mm-hmm. that's why I'm here yeah. because not only do I want this and, um, and, and need it, I deserve it. Mm. That's and a hard me, one. Yeah. Hard one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's, it can be confidence building. Yes. Um, and, and it's also where there may be pushback, mm-hmm. you know, well, well, we all deserve it. Don't mm-hmm. we? It's been quite a year. Yeah. Um, that's when you can't get rattled. Right. You need to move along. Yes. You need, you need to move along and not yeah. get hung up on definitions. Yeah. You know, I, I'm reminded of, of, uh, there's an uh, overlap in terms of what you're talking about between being prepared and having examples. I'm thinking about two different things in my mind. I'm thinking about one is parenting. I remember mm-hmm. learning that when I was going to approach my my child about something, one of the boys, um, that it was better for me to be equipped with a specific rather than just saying you always or you never, right? <laughs> to have yes. a specific yes. example to be able to say, do you remember when this happened? This is this is. Uh, what needs to change. So there's that piece. And then I'm also reminded on a kind of a different trajectory about writing a resume um, where you're, you're really about highlighting the things that you have accomplished more than just mm. a, you know, a daily or a, um, an outline of things that you did, but it's more about your accomplishments. And I can see where approaching it that way um, could be more persuasive because you have some sort of proof and you've shown that you've done your homework, just like you would, if you were going to a job interview, you need to know who you're interviewing with. You need to know Mm -hmm. about the company. And, uh, you know, and that's part of what will sell you to that organization as a future employee. Yeah, that's right. And, um, and to, um, showcase and put in marquee lights, you know, those accomplishments uh, and then, Thing, and therefore, yes, and I point, could, right? Yeah, yeah. And guess what? I could mm. envision doing more of the same mm. for you in mm-hmm. this capacity. Yeah. Um, so even um, casting sort of a compelling vision for what the future could mm. bring with you, yeah, in this new role, yeah. or um, if, if they want to retain you and your talent. Um, here's, here's what else I've got Mm. in my, in my hip pocket for, if I, if I really rolled up my sleeves, um, I could offer this and I want to do this. I Mm. love working here. Um, you know, so I, I think to, um, continue to frame it in a way that, um, that is positive and where there are mutual benefits Mm. at play here um, this isn't a big ask that is only in your best interests mm-hmm. or in your favor, but it uh, it indeed can benefit the the organization. Mm-hmm. Um, I that think normalizes hit, it. Go yeah, ahead. no, mm-hmm. I think you hit on two great things here, and it's it's all about what I'm going to call landing the plane, <laughs> because we can have great <laughs> yeah. conversations sometimes, and yet we fail to get to that to that final landing place, right? We don't ask for what we came into that meeting with. We don't ask for the promotion. We don't ask for um, Mm -hmm. the thing that we want because some of us do struggle with that. We don't feel like we deserve it. So that's where, you know, Mm -hmm. we need to feel confident. But part of, I think, 
being confident is knowing how to land the plane. So how do you land the plane in that conversation mm -hmm. so that both sides, like you talked about mutually beneficial so that both sides walk away feeling like, man, that was productive and it was effective. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, to land the plane, um, requires the discipline Mm. of, um, of, frankly, of watching the clock, (laughs) Um, knowing, knowing when to pause long enough to say, we've, we've probably come as far as we're going to today. Mm. Let me summarize. Mm. And that may be 10 minutes to the hour, if it's an hour or five minutes, if it's a 30 minute meeting. Um, But in that noting the points of agreement, Mm. being clear about those, um, identifying where you have heard where there is shared interest and, Mm -hmm. and goals and, um, desires. Um, Brene Brown talks about the importance of taking another person's perspective, Mm -hmm. um, so that they do feel heard and understood. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to convey that to, to one's manager, Mm -hmm. um, that, uh, that you have been listening well, mm-hmm. um, and, and capturing things, uh, in the language that they used, mm-hmm. um, that's influence. That's not manipulation. Mm-hmm. It's just recognition that, um, here's where I certainly see that we are on the same page. Um, and where you're hearing divergence mm. or where there's points of, of less agreement. Um, I think the, the preface for how, what you say next is really critical. Mm -hmm. Um, and so therefore, you know, introducing things like, and going forward, I hope you will consider. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if you'd be open to a follow-up meeting, say next week, I'll summarize key points made today, um, some lingering questions or, Mm -hmm. or, or places maybe we're not seeing completely eye to eye. Um, but I, I wonder if you're, if you're interested in finding a third way Mm. that would be an agreeable path forward relative Mm -hmm. to my future with ABC technologies. Mm -hmm. Um, and what else can I do Mm -hmm. to, to help you in making, making this decision or, or thinking through the options that Mm -hmm. we've, we've uh, discussed today? Man, what a great way to land the plane. (laughs) Like I'm thinking already about all of these ways, uh, either as a podcast host or as a coach myself, about how to bring some closure to that conversation. And I heard heard a three-point kind of closure, whether you intended to or not. (laughs) I heard (laughs) number one was, you know, be a good timekeeper. Keep your eye on the clock. Mm -hmm. The second thing was to summarize your key points and decisions, um, Mm -hmm. which highlights the fact that you were listening. And the third thing is Mm -hmm. to kind of set, set the next action, set the next date to come back together, to make a decision then rather than feeling like, um, there's no, there's no closure. Like maybe you both walk away and you don't really know where you landed or, or even setting your expectation that you, maybe you're not going to get your answer in that meeting, Mm -hmm. 
but you've set mm -hmm. the stage for that answer to come, which is probably respectful of them, that your manager as well, to realize they can't maybe make a decision on the spot. That's right. That's, that's right. And, and their phone could ring mm -hmm. for their next meeting. Right. Right. Um, and I think a respectful way to, to attend to that um, is to, to do that summary for them, mm -hmm. you know, within, within a few hours and yeah. say, you know, didn't get to wrap up as, as we probably both would have liked. Mm -hmm. Here's what I heard. Um, so there's a way to get at it in, in yeah. writing too, if, mm -hmm. if it feels like the sloppy landing or ending to, yeah. uh, um, to the meeting. Sure. And I would, I would imagine in an, in an email like that, or, uh, which I I'm assuming would be an email. Um, it's a good opportunity to just thank them for their time as well. That's right. Ab absolutely. And I say, you know, um, if, if things don't go great, mm -hmm. Chances are there'll be another chance. Mm. If foundationally things are in a good place mm -hmm. where there's trust established, um, you know, if, and if necessary request the do-over mm -hmm. that you need, that you deserve. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and you'll likely get it. Mm. You know, I think that's, um, it, we, we could do a whole nother podcast on, <laughs> you know, the jerk boss, yes, right? right? Where, um, where things didn't go well because right. of some other factors and that's a right. whole nother topic, but what, a, you know, that's, that's a great place to, to, um, kind of to land the plane on our conversation, mm -hmm. which is this, this idea of, um, recognizing, uh, how the conversation went, recognizing if you weren't happy with it, which sometimes we're not, um, it doesn't go mm -hmm. the way we intended. We get rattled, we get, mm -hmm. um, lost in the loop somewhere. We get, mm -hmm. uh, shortened because the boss mm -hmm. gets a phone call or we have interruptions. Mm -hmm. So I think, um, all of those things to remind ourselves that we, it's not one and done that mm -hmm. I, I'm going to go back to what you said in the very beginning, which is that it's the beginning of a conversation. So you're mm -hmm. scheduling that first one um, that will hopefully be a series of conversations. So Mary, if people want to learn more about what you do and maybe um, talk about having some of these difficult conversations with a manager, where can they find you? Well, they can find me at www.threshold-coaching.com. Um, I just so appreciated your wisdom today. I mentioned a couple mm -hmm. of things that I know I'm going to take away uh, from this conversation and I hope our listeners do as well. So thank you so much for joining oh. us, Mary. Oh, you're welcome. What a pleasure. You've been listening to the Side-by-Side -Side Podcast with Annie Purdue Olson and Heidi Zort. Subscribe to get more practical tips women leaders need. Leave us a review. We want to know what you think. We would be so honored if you would share this episode with a friend. And finally, check out our show notes with great links to free practical resources from our guests and ways that you can connect with us. Because we believe we lead better when we lead side by side. <laughs>